We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Who else would you want to end the year with than us three? <laughs> I mean, I mean, really, if you had to choose to end 2023 with any other trio, why wouldn't you want to end it with my favorite Cleveland Cavalier of all time, John Henson, with Jeff Goodman. <laughs> and you've got stories, too, that we won't have. Uh, and I'm right. John Fancy. Welcome to our New Year's resolution show, everybody. Happy 2024. Resolutions time in the sport of college basketball. Over the next hour, we're picking teams and breaking down the resolutions that they need. Jeff Goodman, before we do the resolutions, give me your end of 2023 where college basketball stands in general. You know, to, to me, again, the big boys are, are pretty good. Like, I think that's the biggest thing we can look at this year as opposed to maybe the last few is, you know, all these these big teams. You know, Kansas is good. Kentucky's good. Carolina's pretty good. Duke's starting to find its way. Arizona's really good. I guess, you know, the one that you could say is probably the outlier, UCLA. I mean, they stink right now. But for the most part, most of the, the, the Blue Bloods have – have been as good as advertised. And, and I think that's good for the sport because you're going to get a lot of uh, more casual college basketball fans. And again, the ones from the bigger fan bases are going to be paying attention. And Sid, how would you reflect on that? As we end 2023, going to 2024, you played this game, the state of college hoops right now. It's, it's the basketball from a, from a perspective of basketball, I think good as it's ever been. You know, there's not necessarily all these freshman teams, these young guys running around. You have older teams. I mean, fifth-year seniors, laden rosters. I think Memphis's average age is 25. Like, this is – it's just high-level basketball right now because you have older, more mature players. Players are staying because of NIL. The game of college basketball is more entertaining than it's ever been. There's a lot more parity than we maybe expected throughout, you know, the season this year and I mean there's a legitimate seven to ten teams that could win this whole thing so the game is in a great spot and um, it's going to be a beautiful march to see what happens I think seeding is going to be more important than ever this year matchups and everything mm -hmm. 
Yeah, the road to March is on. Let's get right to it. Okay, one of those teams, when you say seven to ten teams, one of those teams has to be the team that we begin with. So, folks, we're providing New Year's resolutions. We begin with the Purdue Boilermakers, the Maui Invitational Champions, a win over Arizona. Jeff Goodman, if you were to provide Matt Painter and his Boilers with a resolution, what is it? Uh, not to have to see Robbie Hummel do any of his games again for the rest of the year. Uh, that, w- <laughs> that would be uh, my personal resolution. No. All right. Here, here's my real resolution for Matt Painter and Purdue. Send Fletcher Lawyer down to me in Charleston for the next week. And we're going to go out to dinner. We're going to have banana pudding, a lot of it. And Fletcher Lawyer is going to come back 10 pounds heavier. And he's going to be more physical. He's going to be able to absorb the contact because Fletcher Lawyer looks like he's like 155 pounds. Uh, And he's going to be more consistent when I fatten him up down here in Charleston. (laughs) (laughs) Hanson? Um, I love Jefferson in Charleston. I had one of the worst upsets of my college career down there. I don't ever want to see that city again. But on another note, I'm going to go – Let's go backcourt defense. New Year's resolution. Caleb Love had 29. Mark Sears had 35. Boo Boo had 31. This could be their downfall if there is going to be a downfall for this Purdue team. If you think about the teams at the top of the rankings, Kentucky, the Dukes, the UConn, UNC, A&M, they all have kind of game-changing guard play that if Purdue doesn't figure this thing out, you give a guy 30 points in a tournament, you're probably going to lose. So that that's what I would say their resolution needs to be. Some backcourt defense along, you know, that goes with Jeff giving Fletcher Lawyer the banana pudding. That is going to help him be a little more stout definitely on the other end. My New Year's resolution for Purdue would be this. Just plan right now to put the phones in a bin March the 1st. Plan it right now. Make that your resolution. Put them away. Jay Wright did it with Villanova in 2016 and 18. Look what it did. And and we talk about Virginia not being able to win a national championship and then having redemption. Villanova had to deal with the same thing. This isn't new in college basketball. Just plan right now, March the 1st, put the phones away. Look, the obvious resolution would be, and Jeff, I'll get your thought here. Like, yeah, if Lawyer, Smith, Edie, we know that trio. The obvious resolution is, okay, what if Lawyer's having a really bad day? Is it a Lance Jones or is it a Miles Colvin or is it a First or Gillis who's stepping up? Who is that? But the fact is, it does feel like to beat the elite that that trio's got to be really good collectively. And Braden Smith's been there. Like, I'm not worried about Braden Smith anymore. That's why I'm saying Lawyer is the X factor for me. You know, you got a lot of four-man. Painter still doesn't know. I think it's going to be based on matchups more than anything else. He wanted to go with Kaufman Wren, but I think he's realized, like, that's not the ultimate answer, maybe against certain teams. But it's Lawyer. It, it, honestly, let, let's. it's plain and simple. It, it's Fletcher Lawyer because when he's making shots, they're they're pretty tough to beat, really tough to beat. There it is, but there's not much to resolve for that team. Put the phones in a bin March 1st. You you guys know this. They're going to hear it all. They're going to be – they're going to get every question before that first tournament game of can you do it, what have you been doing, have you brought in a team therapist or psychologist, put them away, lock out the noise, and go. Let's turn to the reigning national champions – 
the Connecticut Huskies, who ran ship through non-conference play, just the one loss to Kansas, a stumble to Seton Hall to start Big East play. Historically, that's not new for them. They've won only four of their last 20 conference openers. John Henson, Connecticut, the New Year's resolution. Go. I'm going to go with their resolution. Winning is not boring. They have just as good as any chance to win it all. Believe that you guys can do this thing again like the Florida teams in the past. I know it's been a long time. But on the outset, they look better than they were early last year against more a more open field. So, hey, winning is not boring, UConn. Hey, look, you win the Seton Hall, you kind of laid an egg. But I think that was a game where they kind of rested on their laurels a little bit and Seton Hall came and, you know, stung them. Yeah, winning isn't boring. UConn, keep keep it going. Hey, look, it's tough to win two in a row. The Georgia Bulldogs had a truck. We're going on three in a row in football-wise. So, hey, just just, just keep winning. All right, here's my New Year's resolution for for UConn, for Andrea Hurley, the wife of (laughs) one Dan Hurley. No more washing your husband's dragon underwear or any underwear, okay? Let him do it himself. Do not wash it on the road. I I don't care what he says. Make him If he wants to do it, let him do it. If not, let him go out and buy another pair of underwear at the store. I, I don't care. Enough, Andrea. Enough, enough, enough. You should not have to do this anymore. All right. On a serious note now, (laughs) do not let Donovan Klingon walk around campus anymore. Okay? I want him on a golf cart everywhere. I want him in a car, on a golf cart. I do not want him walking anywhere. I want that boot on him all year. I want to make sure his foot is as healthy as it can be. (laughs) For the end, the only time... Donovan Klingon will be walking is on the basketball court. That's it. That's it. Okay. Cause mm. without him, UConn is not defending a national title. They're not going another final four again. They may not get out of the first weekend without a healthy Donovan Klingon. My new year's resolution for Connecticut goes along the lines of what John Henson said of don't, fall into we've been winning so much maybe we need a little bit of drama my resolution would be don't wear down to the big east the big east is tough it's challenging but it's interesting that uconn has had their ruts in the big east as opposed to these non-conference teams that when they ended up losing to seton hall That made them 14-10 and in their last 24 games against Big East competition. Don't wear down to the Big East. And I think the biggest thing, resolution-wise, for this team is you've got to find and tap into the best way to get Stefan Castle to take off. Take off. Will that freshman be able to fully deliver on a lot of the potential that we were buying into? Because if he does, and assuming that Jeff with Klingon, that he's able to stay healthy for them, Castle, to me, is the guy that can shift them into a whole different gear if he starts to live up to the potential. The issue is, the resolution for Castle would be, can he get in the lab and work on that jump shot? I like that. Oh, no. 
That's the Connecticut Huskies New Year's resolution. Let's go out west to Mr. Goodman's alma mater, the Arizona Wildcats. So we go to Tucson here. Tommy Lloyd, it's amazing, Jeff, how much he's won in such a short period of time, regular season-wise. Okay, so what's your resolution for Arizona? So my resolution for Tommy Lloyd is when they beat UCLA on January 20th, for the final time that those two programs will match up as Pac-12 uh, members, Tommy Lloyd gets his butt to dirtbags to celebrate. Tommy Lloyd has yet to be uh, at my old stomping grounds, dirtbags, which is a, an institution in Tucson. Uh, maybe not of higher learning, but of some sort of learning, because I, I did learn plenty at Dirtbags back in the day. Uh, but he needs to go there and and experience what it's like to be at Dirtbags after a big win, like they're going to get on January 20th against Mick Cronin in UCLA. Um, on a more serious note, um, the New Year's resolution is for Caleb Love. Uh, continue what you're doing. Uh, defend play, you know, good defense for the most part. As Henson knows, that wasn't the case a year ago at, at, at North Carolina. And pick your spots offensively. You know, I, I love him because at times he's deferred, and then at times he's known like late, obviously late in the game against Alabama, he, he kind of took over and forced the issue. So I think this version of Caleb Love is a version that can get uh, Arizona to the Final Four. Answer. I'm going to go a little bit funny, but really serious. Do everything you can do not to see Purdue until it's time to, you know, for all the marbles. You know, they fought back from 15 early, early in a Purdue ED favorite home crowd. Love and Johnson had 53 combined. Smith and Lawyer played out of their minds. They're really the only team that I personally can see at this moment that can really compete with Purdue at this time barring injuries and everything he says is the same so if arizona can get a number one seed potentially on the other side of the bracket and match up with purdue when it's when it's the final game i think they'll be fine so that that's my resolution see purdue as late as possible so they need to keep winning and potentially get that number one seed so they don't have to see them until uh at least the final four i want your take on this jeff because my resolution would be Find bubble wrap because I think that starting five, Jeff, is really good. They're they're collected, but you even look at a recent win for the Wildcats over Alabama, and you look at that bench, and it's it's KJ Lewis was able to give them some some good production, but it wasn't much after that. That that five is outstanding. They've got to click in, and Caleb Love when he's in that gear. But Arizona's not the deepest team, Jeff Cook. I don't know. I mean, like, Crevis is okay backing him up, backing up Balo. K.J. Lewis is pretty good, and Jaden Bradley. I I understand what you're saying. I actually think Arizona's one of the few teams that could lose a guy and still be yeah, okay. okay. That's the only thing I'd say to that. Like, they're not dependent on one dude. They've got five really good starters. I actually think Keyshawn Johnson might be the most important player on Arizona's yeah. team. And I rarely mm -hmm. say that about a non-point guard, but I really do think without Keyshawn Johnson, they're a completely different team. Why do you say that? I mean, he's just that big athletic wing that that 
is so active and, and really good defensively. He anchors the defense in a lot of ways. And on the offensive end, he flies around. He makes it difficult for the opposing big. And, and he can step out and make shots now. Championship caliber player. Yeah, for right? sure. Like you just – you see it come out of him, Henson, that he played in that game and came up just short. But Keisha Johnson was as big of a transfer pickup by any of the elite teams that, that you're going to find. He's just got that calm, just cool, collected demeanor, been there, done that. And and I think that is such a big deal in, in big moments on a team that's pretty much expected to win every night. Yes, they are. And that's because they've done a lot of it. We'll see if Arizona can continue to do that in the new year. I can't wait to see them, guys. I know, I know, Jeff, you're you're a Pac-12 guy. Yeah. But like Arizona, Kansas, Arizona, Houston, Arizona, Baylor among others next year, that's going to be wild. Mikhail, Mikhail's going to be off the hook, right? Yeah, no doubt. No, listen, absolutely. I mean, again, this Arizona team uh, is so different than, than the past couple for Tommy Lloyd because they can guard. That's the difference. They can score and they can guard. Here we go. Let's go to Durham. Let's go to Duke, the Blue Devils, and how fitting it is that John Henson is going to deliver a New Year's resolution for Duke. What is it, Henson? I'm going to go. They got to take the training wheels off. It's time to take New Year's resolution, take the training wheels off. McCain and Foster, they need to keep growing up. Last night was a step in the right direction, you know, with Proctor out. The leash has been lengthened a little bit, and it's going well. I mean, they're, 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 they're clicking, they're playing well, they look good as a team. I think similar to Lively and Whitehead, what they did last year, they kind of let the reins go and let them guys play and come into their own. Um, Duke's going to have to do that to be the best version of themselves, which was number two preseason, top five preseason, potential champ national championship, you know, pick and aspirations. So, yeah, my news resolution is, is John Shire, take those training wheels off those boys. You got to let them rock out now, man. It's, it's, it's time. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. Listen, my, mine's a little different. All right, so uh, Tyrese Proctor's been hurt. Before he got injured, he, he didn't show a lot of tenacity, right? Super cool Australian, doesn't play with a lot of vigor, like just kind of chill, right? Too chill. So mine's kind of a little bit of a resolution and also a little gift for, for Tyrese. I'm going to send Christian Leitner down there for two weeks to spend with Tyrese Proctor, to get up in him, to yell and scream at him. Because uh, Christian Leitner was a MFer, as we know, and he played with intensity. He played with passion. Everybody hate, well, loved or hated him. If you're a Duke fan, you loved him back then. But I think that's what Tyrese Proctor needs, somebody to get up in his face and challenge him. That's what he needs most. If you're going to send Christian Leitner down there, I'll send Gordon Ramsay down there. I want the whole Look. team. Develop an edge. Develop an edge. Like, right now they're making good food. I like it. But I want to love it. I want to love it. And to me, it's just that you see signs. You see pieces. We've seen these glimpses in this John Shire era. And is it easy for everything just to come to life and fully to fruition? No. But at the end of the day, they were 
a team that we genuinely thought was preseason top three, uh, two, if not one. Some people had him one. To me, I just, where is that when they're playing? Where's that tenacity? You see it out of Kansas. Guys, you see it out of Kansas. Even though they haven't had shooting at the two spot, and even though they, they've had some flaws of their own, it feels like the will comes out of them. That, yeah, we're supposed to do this. Duke, where's that? Where's that as the new year hits? And you know what else? I am hiring. If I could find a road control coach. Road control coach, Goodman. Someone that specifically travels with Shire. And, and just unlocks that ability now to win on the road because this is an issue for the Blue Devils. And if the, and the ACC's better, and there will be tough road games. Well, they don't they don't play a lot of games on the road. That's that's their problem in the non-conference. So it's almost like a little bit of a culture shock for some of the young guys especially. Um, but I, I think Jared McCain certainly showed that with Proctor out, He's got a little fire to him, and and it, maybe that helps motivate Proctor as well. Um, let's turn to this blue blood. Now, this is – I'm really intrigued to hear the resolutions here, okay? Big Blue Nation, it's your time. It's your time. 2024 is here. This feels like, guys, 2024 feels like it's going to be a big year for Big Blue Nation. So, Jeff, what's the resolution for BBN and for Kentucky and Calipari? Oh my God. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. All right. John Calipari, last I checked, Reed Shepard is fourth on the team in minutes. Come on, Cal. Like, we need more time of Reed Shepard on the court, period. He is the, the, the straw that stirs the drink with Kentucky. And what I mean by that, and he's very different, right? But he makes everybody better, he connects everybody. He moves the ball. He's not about scoring. He, he can make people better, but he can score when he wants to. He can make threes. They're, they're just better. They're more efficient with Reed Shepard on the court. Do not, do not. I know Aaron Bradshaw came back, and I love him. Whatever you do, don't take minutes away from Reed Shepard. Increase minutes. for. Reed. I'd rather see more minutes from Shepard than anybody else in this team because I think he's that valuable. And it's like playing with – he's a freshman, but he plays like a senior in, in, in so much of what he does, his decision-making, his basketball IQ, his ability to just make everybody around him better. So that's, that's what I would have to say to John Calipari. I'm going to go – their resolution should be be able to handle prosperity. This is probably the best they've looked in years in reference to the talent, shooting, and playmaking – They've got two pros off the bench. Um, usually in the past, when they've had pros come off the bench, they've been pretty pretty damn good. Everyone's singing their praises right now. They just beat mm -hmm. UNC. They're, they're finally looking good. they got to be able to handle the press clippings because this SEC schedule is daunting. And uh, this is going to make or break them as a team, but they have to be able to handle the highs and also the lows and stay even killed. And uh, this team will be there at the end you know, specifically in the SEC race. So, yeah, be able to handle a little prosperity. You guys are looking good right now, but this this is just the beginning. My resolution, 
play the right five. Don't give in, Cal, <laughs> to what agents are saying or what somebody's saying or what somebody has to have done for them and their agenda because they signed up for Kentucky, but this was part of the payoff. That My resolution is stick to your guns. Stick to your guns. Play the best five. Down the stretching games, who gives you the best chance to win? And that's probably my resolution. If if I knew right now, gentlemen, and I know you could say, well, wouldn't you be able to, John, say this about a lot of teams? But if I told you, Jeff Goodman, that Kentucky had a master in the last three minutes of games, three and a half minutes of games, like they're going to be in any and all situations. If they get beat, like Henson said, it's probably because they're going to go on the road in the SEC and they won't be close because they're going to have a bad day and they lose their focus. But I think if you told me right now they're going to have an X's and O's late game execution artist down the stretching games with this group, I don't know what would keep them from potentially making a Final Four. I'll say this. Rob Dillingham has been incredibly uh, efficient so far this year, which I did not see coming after watching him on the AU circuit. I thought he was incredibly inefficient when I watched him on the AU circuit. So um, that that has been really, really impressive to me, the kind of maturity that he's shown. So those two – see, I would have and, – and it's crazy. Listen, to me, Dillingham and, and Shepard are two that I would have out there at all crunch time because Dillingham can make something out of nothing whenever he wants, right? Shepard, again, Are makes you good with them coming off the bench? Are you good with them coming I would off have the Dylan, bench? I don't care if he's coming off the bench or not. I don't care about the start mm-hmm. of the game. I just care about the end of the game, last four minutes. And I would have Dillingham on the floor. I would have Shepard on the floor. I'm eventually going to have Bradshaw on the floor. And you probably need Reeves on the floor for his floor spacing. But if Reeves isn't making shots, I, I might have all four guards in Bradshaw. I might just go with all four guards in Bradshaw. And I don't know if they can rebound well enough. I think that's something to, to be determined. But if you feed Bradshaw 25, 28 minutes every night, man, I, I still say, to me, he's in the conversation as the, the number one overall pick. I think he's that talented. He, he, he I mean, he made, the I would say, the biggest play of that UNC game when he gets to N1 to kind of pull them ahead and kind of solidify that. So, you know, without him down there, who knows where that game goes. So, I agree, man. Get him out there. Jeff, before we get to our next blue ball, I do want to ask you this. Like, what you're bringing up, it seems self-explanatory, too, with the level of player down the stretch in the game because those guys have been the hot hands. How much do you feel that's a reality in Lexington that when you've got these mixture of personalities and scouts and agents and everything, that circles can determine what happens? Well, listen, Trey Mitchell did a great job early for him. He did a great job while Bradshaw was hurt. But ultimately, he's the one that I would – I would, unless it's matchup-based, I would say he's the one who's going to suffer the most, it, according to me, what I would do minutes-wise. You know, he's not a great defender. He doesn't really give you a lot of length. Yeah, he was able to step out and make shots from three, but I think you've got enough other guys who can do that now. Like, I didn't know if you could before. But Shepard, Dillingham, Reeves, Wagner's not a really good shooter. But, um, but yeah, I, I think you got enough that, honestly, I, I think Trey Mitchell's a good 18-minute-a-game guy when it matters down the stretch at the end of the year. 
As you guys know by now, we've partnered with BetMGM Sportsbook for this college basketball season. We're going to be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks and predictions throughout the college basketball season. And we are going to have special offers for you, the listeners and the viewers on the field of 68, each and every week during the season. If you haven't signed up with BetMGM yet, use the bonus code FIELD1500 and you will get up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager on BetMGM Sportsbook. Here's what you got to do. Download the BetMGM app. Sign up using the bonus code FIELD1500. Deposit at least $10 and place your first wager on any game. You will receive up to $1,500 in bonus bets if that bet loses. Just make sure you use the bonus code FIELD1500 when you sign up. And remember, BetMGM is now available under one wallet in select states. As a New Jersey resident, this is super convenient for me when I have to go cover games in New York or Philly. When cross the state borders, just log into your existing account instead of having to create new accounts in each state that you go to. And most importantly, I got to let you know, we do have some fun stuff coming up for this college basketball season. Bet insurance tokens, college hoops odds boosts, my personal favorite, parlay odds boosts. So download the BetMGM app today. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Let's go from Lexington to Lawrence, guys. Kansas, the Jayhawks, national championship hopes are alive and well there. The Jayhawks, I mean, the the only stumble came at the Maui Invitational to Marquette, and then they recovered, and they beat a really good Tennessee team. And every time that doubt has entered the equation within a game, like it did at Assembly Hall, they keep finding ways. So, John Henson, what's the resolution for Kansas in 2024? You know, John, you set me up for the lob for my resolution. I'm going to say Kansas New Year resolution, keep grinding. You know, the roster doesn't scare you. They look kind of sketchy at Indiana. They were down by 14 to Kentucky. But they locked in and they grinded out those wins. I think that's a credit to Self and his staff. And, you know, they're battle-tested. They're tough. They've got older guys, obviously, and they've beat Kentucky. They've beat Tennessee. They've beat you. Got to beat these really good teams. So, um, yeah, Kansas, keep grinding, keep 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 grinding out these games, grinding out these wins. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you win by one or twenty. The only time being close matters is in horseshoes and hand grenades. So, just keep winning. Listen, I I think the resolution for me is easy. Get all those dudes, other than Hunter and McCullough right now, get in the gym and shoot all the time. Like, I don't even know if they need practice right now, a full practice. I honestly think they just need to shoot the entire practice, Henson. Just get in there. Johnny Furphy, Nick Timberlake. And I also think Bill Self's just got to feed those guys minutes. You know, take a loss if you have to. Because ultimately, Bill Self knows better than anybody. All that matters is really March in April. And if you can get Johnny Furphy going, he also needs to, to come down with Fletcher lawyer with me to Charleston. And, and we'll, I'll take them both out for dinner because they both need to add about 10, 15 pounds. Uh, but <laughs> Timberlake, Furphy, El Marco, those guys, Dewan Harris, you've got to shoot more, dude. You can't yeah. be passive. It's great that you love to set up your teammates, but ultimately you have to be a threat offensively shooting the ball every game. Not one out of every four games, every single game. Hey, broke this last week. In the last two years, after this ended up happening, after the Indiana win, when Dewan Harris scores seven or more points in a game over the last two seasons, Kansas is 24-1. and one. You can't argue with that. 
But what? But I guess the question then is, on a team that's that's frankly weak at the two spot, and he's a veteran and has earned the leash. Why isn't he shooting the ball more? He's not how he's wired. I think. Yes, I was going to say that's 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 it's in his innate nature. He's a point guard. I mean, he's a pure point guard. He defends. He, he enjoys getting his teammates involved. He's just not an aggressive scorer. And and I can say that from experience. I was told that my whole life. Be more aggressive. Shoot more. You need to score more. It just wasn't in me. Now, I could score when I got the ball, and I wasn't like a offensive detriment per se, especially in college. But, yeah, it just I would rather throw the ball over my head to see Z dunk it. Or, hey, look, I would rather make that dime or, or kick it out to the three and see my teammate make a shot. I don't know. It was just in me. So I feel him. But at the same time, I wasn't the lead guard on a team that needed me to score. I had a lot of scores. So it was a little easier yeah, for me to blend in. <laughs> hey, Fanna, Henson was way, way too nice of a guy. He was. Yeah. Way, like, you'd hear that all the time around the program. Mm-hmm. Like, this dude's too nice, too passive. We wish mm-hmm. he had some MF for what can we do yeah. to get him pissed off? And I think it's the same thing for Dewan Harris. What can you do to get him a little bit mad, angry? Because let's face it, like the end of the Indiana game, when it came down to it, like he made a huge drive and shot high yeah. off the glass to, to kind of almost like, I mean, everybody stepped up at the end, but but when he needs to, he can. He's shown the ability. I mean, in Chicago – you know, against Kentucky, what do you go five for six from three? So he can do it. It's just like, why not consistently? I, I don't know. I don't know. And, and, and John, have you ever heard of a passive needs to be more M effort, two time defensive player of the year? Like, that's what I had to deal with there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, my next question was, and then I'll have Jeff give it, what was Roy's? New Year's resolution for you, Henson, when you okay. were playing. So people people called me passive and like people thought I hey, they need to, you know, but I had the most texts out of all players every year. <laughs> and we had to run Is that for those. True? So like I'll, yes, a hundred percent. I ask I got texts. I got a tech for the state. I like I got texts, man. Like nobody okay, really knows. No, no, stop. What's the best tech? What's the wildest right. tech you ever got? Um we were playing Florida State. Obviously, it was a hype game. We were down. We struggled against Florida State. Carl White has the ball on our hand. Well, Carl White was actually from the same area, so we we had some battles. I snatched the ball out of his hand. Ref calls a tech. Coach looks at me. I, it's a look that you know the look. And, uh, you know, we got to practice. He said, everybody on the line. We're going to run for John since, he, you know, he wants to snatch the ball out of guys' hands when we're down 20. I said, sorry, fellas, and we, and we ran. But you know what? That's just kind of I, – I, I used to get really emotionally involved in games sometimes, and I would lose myself. So, Let's stick in the ACC with the Virginia Cavaliers. Now, they, they need a resolution, okay? They need a New Year's resolution. Jeff Goodman, what is it for Tony Bennett and UVA? I mean, they need a pro. They need NBA mm-hmm. players. They're just not talented enough. They're good, especially up front. You know, Caden Shedrick leaving – uh, really hurt them um, through the transfer portal last offseason. And, you know, I, I just worry about Tony Bennett. I've said this before. I just worry about him because I don't think he's all in in this NIL game. I think certainly, you know, obviously he's he's doing it. Uh, but I think so much of what Tony Bennett did 
to be able to to play at the highest level. And John knows this. Um, you know, he would evaluate, he would develop, he would keep them in the program and develop them. Whether it's Kyle Guy, Ty Jerome, Malcolm Brogdon, you name it. Like these dudes were in the program and they had a chance to get older and get better through Tony Bennett and his staff. And I just feel like in this time period, that is awfully difficult for Tony Bennett to navigate it that way. So, you know, again, I I just don't know what Tony Bennett uh, is going to do because I don't think he's going to sell out and start giving guys a million dollars for NIL. And uh, I think he needs some higher higher end talent. Period. Yeah, on the on the NIL tip, actually, Jeff, I apparently UVA has one of the best, I guess, fairest. We'll call it fairest NIL systems in the country. So fair, as we know, doesn't win in NIL. So that's a whole other topic. But um, I'm gonna go for their New Year's resolution: help Reese Beekman. He carries the load on offense and defense. He scores, he assists, he's asked to run the show. And he's good, but he's not the type of guy that can carry a top 25 squad alone. I mean, he's a three-level scorer, five-to-one assist turnover ratio, defensive player of the year last year in the ACC. I mean, what more do you want from this guy, right? He's got to bring someone along or Tony Bennett's got to get some guys that can help him because he's a great complimentary player, but he's not a lead guy. And, uh, He's doing all he can to to help this Virginia team at least stay above water at least until they can kind of get to the tournament and, and maybe lock in and make some noise. I my resolution would be honestly, I'd love to see him just try it. I know that this isn't going to happen, but I'd love to see him try to let loose a little bit because it's one thing, Jeff, when you bring up they could use an NBA player. And I wholeheartedly agree. But it just feels like when you don't then have that player, when you when you don't have another one of those guys, when you're missing that player from your team, then the style that you're trying to play can be square peg round hole because the personnel doesn't allow for you to do that. We saw that in the Northeastern game where they barely survived. That's where when you play that way, a Bill Cohen looks at it on the other side And he's like, damn, it's not like we're that out-talented. It's not like we're that out-talented. And now we're playing a team that, by virtue, Virginia wants it to be 56 to 54, 64 Mm -hmm. to to 59. So I I think that's my thing, guys. Like, it's won the Bennett, you know, the NIL game. But it's also this whole thing that I feel like it's just so hard to continue to play the style that they play at when you look at their personnel from top to bottom. I I got a, the fortunate opportunity to speak with Coach Larry Nega last weekend and Coach Dumphy at length. And two of the things I came away from them when I asked about their longevity was you have to evolve. You have to adapt. You have to take it year by year and just try to be the best. And I think Coach Bennett is going to have to try to evolve because if you look at where the game is going, I mean, from an NBA perspective, the year the Warriors won the championship with KD, they were the number one offensive team. That would, they would be 18th this year. It's only six years ago. So he's got to figure that out and um, maybe recruit a different style of player or change his style of play. Great perspective. That's that's terrific perspective. It's something that Larinaga talked a lot about 
at the Final Four last year. Let's go to the Big Ten, guys. Let's go to Michigan State. The Spartans. Jeff Goodman, what's your resolution for Thomas Izzo? This is so easy. So easy. I'm going to give him, uh, make sure that from now on, Tom Izzo uh, carries around the um, the login and password for the transfer portal in his pocket. All right? In his pocket at all times, Izzo. You are going to have that damn login. You're going to thomas.izzo at msu.edu. And then Stephen, maybe, is his password. Probably for his son, Stephen. Maybe. Team. Who, by the way, missed his two free throws a couple weeks ago when Tom can hit like 80 in a row. So that couldn't have been good for Tom. Uh, but, yeah, like go to the portal, my man. Like, like all you needed to do, I know you're loyal to your guys, and that's part of the reason he didn't go to the portal for a big man. But they don't have anybody right now who's any sort of threat uh, on either end, really, at the five-man spot. And all he had to do was go to the portal and, and get somebody, an experienced dude, who could give them like 10 and seven every night. And this team would be totally different. And you could have gotten somebody, not just a five man from the portal. You could have gotten somebody else because um, yeah. Yeah. To me, uh, you're not winning without going to the portal. I am uh, going to go a little more positive because it is new year, right guys? Um, let's yeah. go keep chopping wood. That's going to be the new year's resolution. Obviously, the must-discussed Michigan State Spartans have not started well. They've set some records of futility um, as far as being a top-ranked preseason team. But they just beat the brakes off a good Baylor team, and they're starting around in the form just in time for the Big Ten run. Well, they're going to have to make some noise. I think they're going to have to probably be at least five to six games over 500 to maybe not sneak in. Um so, yeah, just keep chopping wood, take it game by game, and, and see where that leads. Uh, they're trending in a good direction right now. So uh, I, I can't really uh, say anything else about them. Just, just, just keep going. My New Year's resolution for Michigan State is simple. A little bit similar to Virginia, but I, I don't think it's going to happen in Virginia, but it's happening at Michigan State. You have to play faster with this team. You clearly don't have answers at the five slot. So going smaller gives you your best chance to score or else you're playing four on five. They had 21 fast break points against Baylor. And they got out on the run. They got in the open court. For a team that has really struggled to score the ball at times, sometimes you got to make it easier on yourselves. Can Michigan State run? Jeff, do they have the personnel to run? Of course. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Got to do it. Let's go. You know, I, I also think. I think with Michigan State, the one the one final thing I'll add here is as much yeah. as I love Tyson Walker and I do, if he's your number one guy, I'm not sure how deep you can go. If he's your number two, you know, if he if he's your your Robin, then you got a really, really good team. But I, I just don't know if he's that dude who can carry you night in and night out. And that's probably another thing with Michigan State, minutes allotment, is those ability to play those freshmen through some mistakes. Keep playing because Cohen Carr does good things. Got to ride him maybe even a little bit more. Jeremy Fears, it's been a mixed bag. And more than anything, though, A.J. Hogard. A.J. Hogard, let your play do the talking. Let your play do the – yeah. Up and yeah. down. Up and down. down. All right, this is a really interesting one, okay? The Memphis Tigers, baby. 
the Memphis Tigers. And Goodman, you look like you're ready for this one, so I'm going to you on this one first. Well, let me start with an apology to Penny Hardaway because a year ago I, I asked the question, is he the right guy for Memphis? And uh, he's proven me wrong because he's done a great job with this team this year, and I applaud him. First of all, the resolution should be keep playing a really good schedule in the non-conference because it's worked out for you. If you play enough good teams, you, you, you knock off some, and to be honest, like that's going to be good enough. And they've got a very old team. At one point, their starting five was all – Memphis was their third school, all right? But here, here's what my New Year's resolution of Penny is. Keep listening to Slick Rick. You hired <laughs> Slick Rick Stansbury, the former coach of Mississippi State, then Western Kentucky. I've always said he's a top five recruiter in the country, feared-wise. Well, Slick Rick, Penny, Penny's reputation had, be that, had been that he wasn't listening to former assistants for years for the first few years since he took over. He listened to Slick Rick enough to say like, all right, Slick, help get him David Jones. Slick, help get get him Quinterly, late. Both late additions in the summer. Slick, help get him Naquan Tomlin, who we don't know, you know when he's going to play, if he's going to play, how much he'll play. But those are three dudes. Uh, so last I checked, Slick can still recruit. So keep listening to Slick because – he knows what he's doing out there. He's been doing it a long, long time. And there's a reason. There is a reason. Most coaches, when they see Slick enter the gym, they get the hell out of there. I like that. I'm going to go, no pun intended, stay hungry. You know, they've got the most combined quad one and two wins in the country along with Purdue. Their conference schedule, as we know, is going to be underwhelming. So, you know, they have to stay locked in. They have to stay hungry. They're going to probably run through that conference, barring, you know, obviously with the FAU, um, it's going to be a battle. But they won at AM. They beat Clemson. They throttled UVA. They got David Jones, who was the breakout player of the year, five straight games of 20 or Their resume right now is elite. And it would get them a, probably a two or three seed right now. So stay hungry. I know conference play is going to be underwhelming, but no letdowns. They need to come into the FAU game with a lot of momentum and steam and that ready to show the country that they're for real or not for real. We, we don't know. So um, stay hungry guys. I'm going to zone in on Javon Quinterly for this. Quinterly has had an up and down overall career. This is your chance to have a last word in the college game. So my resolution for Quinterly is Take a step back, stay under control. Stay under control because when you get out of control, it can lead to the other side of things. As explosive as it can be for the good, it can go to the other end. And I think that that's the collective nature for Memphis. They're tough. They're hard-nosed. They've got talent now. David Jones is a bucket. Know that. (laughs) Know that. Know that he's got to be the guy in these situations and I, and I think that for Quinterly, let's face it, this has been a polarizing career for a variety of reasons, all right? He's been liked by some. He hasn't been liked by everybody. Here's his chance to write the last word, stay under control. Memphis, you can write a story here. I mean, it gets forgotten, Jeff. Memphis could have beaten FAU last year. Yes, right. 
All right, we've got one more team to get to, and then some final thoughts here. We go to Omaha for Greg McDermott's Creighton Blue Jays. This was a team that people thought could be a Final Four squad, but John Henson, they have had some struggles. What do you think? I'm going to go New Year's resolution. This was a little tougher, but I'm going to go attention to detail. They lack the above-the-rim athleticism that you know a lot of these top tier teams have so when you lack it above the rim you have to do more below the rim they missed free throws last night at 16 turnovers it seems in these games that struggle it's always something kind of weird and wonky they gave up 40 fast break points to unlv you know if they're making if they're not making shots they look kind of normal which we can say that about a lot of teams but Creighton is you know one of those teams that we expect to be in the top tier of teams in the Big East in the country. So long story short, they need to sit down with each other, say, look, we can't make as many mistakes as we used to. We don't have the talent or athleticism that we made that these other teams that we are playing have. Um, So we got to pay attention to the detail and we'll be all right. All right. So first thing you got to do, Greg McDermott, next time you retire your son's jersey, Douglas, do it on a night when DePaul is coming to town, not Villanova, all right? That way you're not going to lose the game, all right? So that's number one. Number two, I think somehow you got to find a way to get this team a little bit tougher in the defensive end. They were good against Villanova in the first half, and then Villanova got going the second half. I don't know what that means. I don't know. Maybe you play like Eye of the Tiger before they all get out of the locker room or something. But I feel like you got to get these guys geared up, not just to score, but to defend. Take pride in your defense because you put too much pressure on Ryan Kalkbrenner. And I don't know why everybody's mm-hmm. calling him Kalkenbrenner now, by the way. Everywhere I hear, everybody's <laughs> calling him Kalkenbrenner. It's Kalkbrenner, all right? And you're putting all this pressure on poor Ryan Kalkbrenner defensively because these other dudes just aren't taking enough pride. And maybe they're not good enough. You know, maybe they're not good enough defensively. Yeah. But yeah. I think, and, and John Henson was a national player of the year. You can speak to this. A lot of it is is pride and effort. A lot of being great defensively. Is it not? And it's, it's, it's pride and effort, but, you know, credit to my team, which was a blessing. I was never kind of coast on offense, you know, and, and not be super involved which allowed me to play better defense. So for him to have that defensive load and offensive load, it's, it's as you saw last night in the second half, he kind of faltered a little bit. And I think that's just because too much is put on his shoulder. Like Jeff's it's, it's just too much. I mean, like it's with the Beekman's theory. It's like, what more, what else do you want from him at this point? I'm with you both. The, the lack of athleticism is glaring. And if, if they could, if I could untrade, Someone from the portal, man, I, I, I'd still like to see Ryan Nemhart at Creighton. I, I really would. Kaluma. Kaluma too. Uh, that, move, that move sent ripple effects for both Gonzaga and Creighton. Stephen Ashworth, great kid, awesome, awesome guy. It just hasn't fully clicked. So I think the resolution I would be is I'd get Ashworth, Trey Alexander, and Baylor Sharman in a room and say, guys, what's it going to take? What's it going to take for be- us to find a happy medium? They got to be couldn't tougher. Get the state, yeah, they couldn't get the state guys down there to meet guys and give them some NIL money. Like, what's going on? Right. Uh, hey, here's the thing. They were in a worse place last year. 
Yeah. And and Greg McDermott. They won they lost six straight. But Kalk Brenner had mono. That was a big part of that that one. There's no excuse like that for this one, other than the fact that these dudes just aren't they're not playing with with that chip on their shoulder. They're not playing tough. They're not playing mean. Like when when Henson gives you the mean mug, that that that's when you know. That's when you know he's arrived, right? Like big difference. Yeah. I want to see the mean mug on those dudes. Mm-hmm. Mean mug in Omaha. Eat some red meat and develop a mean mug. You know, before we get <laughs> off the show, well, I have seven seconds. When you said that you wanted UConn to keep Donovan Klingon on a on a golf cart, when you said keep Dot, I thought you were going to say keep Doster away from your team. Well, that that actually, you're right. Like, no question, keeping Doster as far away from UConn. Uh, Hurley's tried it. He's tried it. I think he's gotten a restraining order. Doster just keeps coming back for more. It's got to have the red slips like uh, the NBA, like the warning slip. Hey, Dawson, if you do one more thing, you're tossed from the arena for good. Oh, <laughs> we wish all of you a happy and healthy new year, and let's enjoy the sport that we all love. College basketball's in a great place after 2024. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.